Good morning, everybody. Lee Brower here, and welcome to this week's edition of Meaningful Mondays. I am ecstatic to be here, especially grateful and glad to be here because I've got an audience way back there. Look at here. How about that? I actually have an audience this morning. What you're seeing are three of my grandsons, my oldest grandson, JT, and his brother, Taylor. Wave your hands, JT, Taylor. And then we have Alex over here. Raise your hand, Alex. And so I'm just thrilled to have them. This is the beginning of our first ever grandkids camp. And uh, so we've got some pretty exciting things planned for today. I'm gonna try and reposition this camera just a second. Um, but uh, we're just getting ready to head off for, uh, to climb up and see a 220 foot um, uh, waterfall. We'll climb up there this morning and then we're gonna go spend some time at the Museum of Natu Na Natural Curiosity. Um, you know, this, you know, a lot of things, this has been a great week. One of the um, things that kind of somebody tells me, and I think most of you find the same thing to be true, that sometimes we think better with our mouth open. And uh, this last week in Strategic Coach, one of the comments that came out that struck me that it was actually generated by the group. I don't have to take uh, credit for it, but the, the concept centered around when we live in the past, then it's un we're unable to see a meaningful future. But if we learn from the past, then we can create our future. So uh, along those lines, um, just thinking about it, I was riding with uh, my two oldest grandsons this morning. I picked them up really early and we brought them up here to the house and we're all getting ready to take out pretty quick. But um, we were talking about something that happened in Mongolia years ago when my son Bo and I went uh, there on a hunting expedition. But while we were there, um, had the opportunity to meet with the president of the Mongolian Stock Exchange. And uh, I think I've shared this with you before, but it bears repeating. Uh, again, sometimes some of our bless, best lessons are the ones that we hear uh, for our second, third, and fourth time. But his name was Zolo. We call this story Zolo uh, because uh, here he is, the 28 years old. This is in 1992, and um, uh, the Iron Curtain had just come down, and Mongolia was charged with the responsibility of taking this massive communist-based company and turning it into a capitalistic country. And at the head of it was Zolo, 28 years old, educated in Cuba and um, Hungary, and, um, uh, and had spent six months with the Department of Commerce uh, and Harvard University learning how to run a national stock market exchange. So what they did was they take certificates uh, for the companies that they wanted to, uh, to privatize and make them public, to make them public, and they issued them to all of the citizens. Once the citizens had them, then they would have buyers and sellers of these certificates, and hence the market started. So we talked to him about his struggles and challenges and the things that he had faced, and I asked him what his workday schedule was like, and he said, well, you know, I come to work at 9 in the morning. Uh, we work all day till about 3, and at 3 o'clock, uh, students start lining up outside our doors because they're so hungry to learn. They're so hungry to learn about capitalistic society, how to run a business, how to be an entrepreneur, um, you know, the, what is democracy, and we teach them till into the evening, and then we wrap up at night, and sometimes it's 10, 11, 12, or later before we get home, and we do that six days a week, and on the seventh day of the week, we kind of come in and catch up and get ready for the next week, and I said, wow, that's amazing, you know, that you do that. What drives you? And he said, you know, well, we're living in a uh, country right now that is uh, very confused. We have We don't have enough exports to manage the imports. And uh, so consequently, you see in our hospitals when glass breaks, we don't have 
enough glass around to get the windows replaced on time. And, you know, we really have a huge inflation rate. And uh, so he says, you know, it's concerning. And uh, the Politburo, in their attempt to be elected for the very first time ever, are out telling the people, don't worry, everything is okay. And uh, any problems we have is because we no longer have a communistic government or regime. We have, we, you know, we're moving into this capitalistic society. And um, I said, then the press came and asked me what I thought, and I told him the truth. And then he pointed to his teeth, and he said, you see these teeth here? And it was obvious that they were broken off. He said, um, after I had, after I had uh, spoken the truth, he said, the, the next day I ended up in the police station. For three days I was there. And this is what happened to me. And he learned, I said, I learned right there in that moment that everything I own, my house, my car, everything, all my possessions, everything I own can be taken away from me in a second. It's like this. Everything that I learned can be, every, except, excuse me, so everything that I have can be taken away from me just like this, except what I have right here. And what I have right here, okay, let me just stop right there. I'm going to stop right there because that was the message. So the message was, I learned right then and there that everything I have can be taken away from me except what I have right here. And for years, I thought that was the message. I was nudging my son through that whole important part. You know, here are these students lining up because they're so thirsty and hungry for education. And he's a 17-year-old young man that's taken his education probably for granted, just a little more than he should. And so afterwards, we talked about the lesson learned from Zolo. And the lesson learned at that time was strictly focused in on how important an education is and how hungry and how hard we should work to get an education. Years later, as I was reading my journal, however, what struck me was what he said next, because what he said next changed my life and actually is a cornerstone of empowered wealth today. And what he said next was, remember he said, everything I have can be taken away from me like this, except for what I have right here. And then he said, and what I have right here, nobody can take it away from me. However, if I die, it dies with me. But if I give it away, it has a life of its own. Now, isn't that true? We go through life with all these wonderful experiences. Can you think of anything in life that we can't learn from? I can't. And I challenge you. I think that everything that happens in this life is for learning. And so how do we take the learning? If that's the case, can we be serious about it? Can we capture the experiences that we have and ask ourselves, what is the learning that's here to occur? And if we can find it, name it, brand it, and share it, it will have a life that will outlive us. I hope this has been helpful to you. Use your past to be the foundation for your future. If you learn from your past, you can have a bigger future. However, if you're a victim of the past, then you're forever locked in to not having that bigger future. So enjoy this week. I hope it's meaningful for you. It's going to be meaningful for me because we're starting out with grandkids day today and tomorrow. And so it's going to be a wonderful experience. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.